Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the Scores Round Table. I'm Mike, and with me are my buds, my pals, my compadres in this podcasting thing we do. First is Jeff. Hello. And Ivan. Yonder. Yep. We're here to present We Had a Show. We're going to have a show just for you. We're going to have it right yes. now. So, Jeff, how have you been? Know. How's your week? Uh, how was my week? Uh, I got to see JLo's butt. Nice. JLo's butt. But mm. yeah. how close were you to JLo's butt? Not close enough. Oh. But Could it was on a, yeah, not even that close. I mean, <laughs> it was, uh, in fairness, it was on the big screen, so at least I could see it a little bit better from that point of view. But, uh, yeah, so I got to see JLo's butt. Um, I did, I was envious of some guy who apparently it was his birthday. So she brought him up on stage and, um, she had a couple of the dancers do like a lap, like kind of like a lap dance thing with him, like a little like thing like that. And then at one point she sits on his lap and starts singing and kind of does a little, a little gyration. And I'm like, damn. Okay. Uh, you know lucky what? guy from the audience. Yeah, happy my happy it's my birthday too yay yeah really today no but birthday j-lo butts on my lap <laughs> all right but so, uh, that's cool well um it was a good show then did you pull it on a good you show? know um i thought it was pretty good i was a little surprised because she didn't pull out her full playlist um uh, there were a couple songs that i was surprised didn't make the list and I, I guess I'm just not used to, you know, I guess I'm just not, I mean, I've seen the floor show kind of thing before, but I guess I'm just not used to the whole, okay, now here comes the dance interlude and the DJ is going to, and there's a DJ and he's trying to keep the, cl- the crowd upbeat. And it feel it felt a little long in between those times where she did it, it had to do like the costume changes and stuff. Um, but, you know, it was good. Uh, they had, uh, I guess, the world of dance dancers at the beginning. And then they had this DJ who was there. And it was funny because, like, they come out, they, like, do, like, one dance, and then they'd leave. And then this DJ would go on. And I'm like, I didn't, like, I didn't pay this money to go to the club. I came to, like, see J-Lo. I don't want to, like, see all these people, like, dancing on the jungle. Yeah, that's a name I don't on care. my ticket. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I It just was, like... 45 minutes of basically sitting there going, I'm only here because I needed to get parking and I needed to get in, I needed to get in on time. So it was an, uh, there was an opening act, was the DJ? Well, it was like the DJ and then like every so often they would bring like one of these World of Dance winners out and honestly it was like nobody, really nobody gave a, a rat's patootie about these about these dancers, yeah. except for the people like right there in front who could really see them. Although I will say there was one, and it was funny. The one that did get everyone's attention was there was this there was a blonde who went on stage, and it was just her, and she was doing some pretty amazing stuff, and that got everybody's attention throughout the entire building. But um, otherwise, it was just basically. You know, okay, I felt like I was at the club, boop, boop, boop. I mean, you know, Jive and I, it could have been like Jive and Ivan go, well, maybe not Jive and Ivan because he wouldn't have played that music, but you get the idea. 
But you weren't pretty close, so you're able to get a good view, like on like one of the screens. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, we had a good view because we we were in the 200 section. The price was good for what it was, um, but we had a pretty straight on look. So I mean, you could see you could see her pretty well. It was just like I said, it's not like you could you could touch, you know, you could. I mean, you get the idea. A lot of skimpy outfits where you know she's like basically showing her butt the whole time. Um, Yay! So you know, um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I don't know that I'd pay to see her again, but um, you know, it seems not like bad. seems like your ticket was padded then, because if you only got to see so much of J Lo, but yet padded out with the DJ and then padded out with all these other dancers, I mean, well, I mean, like you're the, so the first 45 minutes is like these is the DJ and these world of dance people. Then she comes on around nine. And basically, it's her show. the The show runs until about eleven, and then there's a there's kind of a, a you know an encore piece. But in between, after a few numbers, she'll go like do like a, a wardrobe change, right? Okay. And then while that's going on, you know, there'll be some there'll be that they'll have her dance like her dancers out there doing stuff with, with you know and that kind of thing while uh-huh. that goes on. So so. Yeah, I mean there are some points, but but the problem is is that's kind of the J Lo thing. It's not like you're going to see. How can I say? It's not like you're going to see. I'm trying to think of a of, of a. I mean, it's not like you're going to see Streisand where she's just going to be out there and sing, you know? Right. Um, right. You know, because it's, put, it's, it's a, there's a visual aspect as well as the uh, right. Right. The there sure is with J Lo's wiggling her butt. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know? I, I mean that is her ass set. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the the closest I think I – it's funny. When I was thinking about it, the closest thing I think I've seen that would be a similar type show was I saw Michael Jackson back when the bad – I think it was – was the bad tour? No. I think Dangerous. But, again, Michael didn't have to do, like, a million wardrobe changes either because no, that's just not what he, he does. Was a, he was a no. – yeah, he was always a straightforward performer. He went out there, did his groovy thing, and then got off the stage. There was no, uh, there was no wardrobe flash and dazzle like a lot of these, yeah. uh, singers, you know, like Janet Jackson, you know, like Beyonce, like, you know, right. Harry. I... Yeah, just last week, yeah. we had the 10th anniversary of Michael's passing. Yeah, yeah, no. But I, I think that's, I think for us, that's kind of like one of those where you're like, Oh God! I mean, it feels like you're losing out because they're the dancers. But I think to other people, it's oh, it's the dancers. It's really cool, and you know, I got to see her with all the cool outfits and all that stuff. So, I guess I guess some people are into that. For me, it's like you know what? You're gonna come here. You know, if I'm gonna pay X amount of dollars, okay, I didn't come for the fashion show. I came to listen to you sing. Uh, swing your little tushy in my chops and, you know, and go ahead and make it all, you know, put it up in a nice bow and a cute package. And it's something I go home later on and, you know, do insidious things to myself too. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, that, but, you know, when it starts coming into all that, you know, eh, you know, that, well, me, but, but, that does nothing for me. But, I mean, you know, I, I, again, you know, like Mike said, it's, it's, you know, probably Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, I mean, yeah. all those people kind of do the same thing. It's funny. I never did see Madonna, so 
Madonna would have been the only person I could think of who would do something similar. Again, I I didn't see Cher either, so maybe that's part of my well, problem. Well, you know, is. having having seen Madonna, and uh, the point of the matter is, Madonna's uh, changes were f- super fast. When did uh, you see Madonna, Ivan? In oh. New York. What year? Eighty eighty five. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, that's like, like a right sur- like high. a surgeon. I mean, yeah, like exactly. a virgin. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's right at the height. Yeah, no. yeah. That was that was that was. I was in the. I was in the. I was knee deep in the hoopla, if you will, and mm-hmm. uh, right up there with seeing. Uh, uh, you know, I saw. Um, Jeff, you know, Starship. You know, Night Ranger. Uh, uh, Lover Boy. The Hooters. You know, um, number. You know, that was that. I did a lot of concert going mm-hmm. back at that time. So. You know, and then years Starship. before that, you know, seeing Queen and you know, and uh, Thin mm-hmm. Lizzy, you know, you know, stuff like that. But you yeah, know, but, I but, I gotta be honest, the price on the tickets was 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 what I would be willing to pay to to pay for for that type of ticket. Um, I I look at what prices are now to go see some of these people, and I'm just like, I could buy like. I get like buy myself like a an entire volume of of you know iTunes and be like happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> you well, know, to, to, quote, mean, to quote a line to quote a line from Kermit the Frog, uh, it's uh, about the price. It's like the down payment for a uh, for a Cadillac with somebody's yeah. taxes. You know, yeah, no, I you know, I'm I I I wish I'm shocked to hear. What some of the stick, what some of the price points are now, and that pe- uh, the other thing is that's crazy is people are just willing to pay it. Um, I remember the big uh, deal that happened with the Eagles when they came over. Uh, I think it was the Hell Freezes old, the Hell Freezes Over tour, some kind of shit like that. And, I, and tickets just starting point was at one fifty. <laughs> one fifty, and this was in the nineties too. So oh, that was yeah. in the nineties. So yeah, that yeah, was nothing. So. Yeah, I mean 150, but back then that was like <gasps> 150 to see the Eagles. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, no you know. kidding. Yeah, you know, but I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. I, I definitely have had sticker shock in the last few years when I hear what the prices are. It's like, and the people are like, well, you know, it's been, you know, like I said, I stopped really. I'll be honest, I stopped really going as many to as many concerts, you know, maybe late 90s, early early 2000s. And it's funny because people said, have said the exact same thing, which is, well, don't you expect the prices to go up? And I'm like, yeah, yeah but not uh, like that. that yeah. No. I mean, I never I imagined mean, that. No, I never imagined that in so, like there are certain performance, like a hundred bucks won't even get you a nosebleed seat. Yeah. Remember okay. seeing a lot of cool acts in the Petrillo shell dur- during Taste of Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used yeah. to have a lot of good acts there. Yeah, they, for free. Yeah, Stevie uh, Wonder speak, one year, if I remember. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of that, I, I've been seeing some. I've been seeing some promotion around for Summerfest. Is that is that us or is that that's Wisconsin? Milwaukee? That's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I don't understand Summerfest and the Wisconsin State Fair just seem to do a way much way better job. Than than Taste of Chicago ever does. Yeah, Taste of Chicago's kind of shit. Well, yeah. Taste of Chicago. Well, it's because it it seems like 
you know, the more tickets you spend, the smaller the portions become. It's like well, but it's not even and, that. And, I mean, there used to be really good entertainment, and now it's like, uh, uh. yeah, weighs too heavily on the food and not enough on the entertainment. Uh, and it's just, and then you got it in the midst of most of the time being where it's really hot. <laughs> And uncomfortable to actually be out there, you know, in the, in you know, during that time, it's just difficult to enjoy it when you're sweating, you know, you're sweating your balls off, and you're just like, yeah. and your with your paper plate full of ribs and your turkey leg and your yeah, well, oh, I mean, tickets. It was different when I was younger too, because it's like, okay, you go down there, you see if you can hit on some, you can see if you can hit on some women. Um, and maybe hang out and you never know and that kind of thing. And that was kind of the thing and you wanted to be seen and that kind of thing. But as I've, as we, as I've gotten older and I've looked at the pricing, I'm like, you know what? I gotta go get a really nice steak dinner somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. For, 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 for what I just paid. I'm fucking tickets. I could have, I could spend, I could spend for two people for what they want. Yeah. For those tickets, man. I mean, like, I'm, I, I, and, and us, I speak, I'm sorry, go ahead. Us, I was gonna say the three of us could go to wildfire for that Thank kind of money. On that kind of money. No, I'm with you there, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, oh. oh and, and at least they'd have a bathroom where I wouldn't feel like, oh, God, do I really want to go in there? Yeah. <laughs> How are the facilities at the United Center? Um, Clean. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, clean. You I, know, that, I, have that... to, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you, Jeff. For the United Center, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, and they've upgraded the upkeep is really the last, good. You know, they upgraded it since the last time I was down there. I think the last time, boy. This will date me. The last time I think I was down there was I was still covering I was still covering the Bulls, and I think it, there was a pl- there was a practice downtown at the United Center. So I was at the United Center for that. So was that during your time? Was that during double overtime? Yeah, but I think it was when we were up. We were we were over at the Sun Times building. So oh, I think okay. it was past that point. But yeah, right. I mean, I, I remember going down to, I remember going down to United Center because I was able to get in his press. But yeah, United Center, they've, they've made some improvements on some of it. Um, I still don't know that I want to see a basketball game there. I'll tell you that now. Um, unless I was in the 100 level and those tickets are too pricey. Um, mm. hockey, on the other hand, that building, that building is okay for hockey. Um, um, cause with hockey, having a bird's eye view is not a bad thing. Um, cause you get to see more of the ice and how things move, how things work and you get to see how yeah, players Yeah, you get a better develop. vista from, you know, from the higher seating watching mm-hmm. hockey, you know, it's that type of a game, you know? Yeah. Cause it's always perpetually moving, you know? I mean, I mean, basketball, yeah, is fast, but I think hockey moves a lot at a lot quicker pace. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, as far as like anything else that they have there, cause, you know, they, I've gone to, I've gone to United Center when, uh, Sarai was young and, you know, seeing Disney on ice and all uh-huh. that and having the higher seats, you got to see the whole performance from a higher, uh, seating, uh, Vista, which works really well, you know, so yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Were there any fights? Any, uh, any Disney characters had to go to the penalty box? No. no, no, no. But okay. Stitch just no. kept, you know, tripping everybody up. 
But it was funny because you mentioned that because, like, when I used to go to the Chicago Stadium, oh, man, the floors would be, like, a mess. I mean, and the game hasn't, the game hasn't even started yet, and it's, like, the floor's a mess. God forbid you had to go at halftime. But, yeah. I mean, uh, that, really well, the, that. St- the stadium by that point was a pit when it was still the Chicago Stadium. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. it was our pit, and it was awesome. Oh no! And, it was it was an awesome place to see a game and all that and stuff. It was but awesome yeah, to but, see a concert too. I mean, the well, acoustics in yeah, there were awesome. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, pun intended. That's yeah. that's what I heard about yeah. Chicago Stadium that the acoustics are not good for the United Center. No, no, they were better than I expected. Okay. The acoustics were better than I expected for the United Center. Okay. I think they might have worked on them a little bit because in the early days, that's what I heard too. Was oh, you don't want to see anything at the United Center. It's not. It's not good acoustics. Um, but, well, um, I'm sure. I'm sure advances have happened since it's shaped yeah, like a fishbowl. Anything there? Yeah. So okay. Well, but, that's um, all. You saw Jayla. Anything else for you? Was that all? Um, let's see. I went to. I went to a picnic, which I was shocked. I went to that because I, I was. Assur- ironically, I wasn't going to go, but I was assured that they had like those that little cabin bathroom rather than like the, rather than a porta potty. Yeah, because I'm like, screw that, I'm not going in there. Uh-oh, no way, no way, no, I'm not doing that. I mean, look, I like, I like cookouts and stuff like that, but it's like, okay, there's a million bugs. There's, you know. You can wear not, you can never wear enough poison on your person just to right, I don't like wearing that. Day. Right, I don't like wearing that stuff to begin with. And then it's like, every, you know, and it's like, okay. God forbid you eat anything, because if you don't have one of those nice little houses like that, forget it. Uh-uh, you're not going. It's like, ha-ha, have no, fun. No, not going to the outhouse with the stack of leaves sitting yeah. next to the little hole, no. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, everybody's, you know, and everybody, then people are bitching about who got, who ate too many hot dogs, and this one's drunk, and I don't know. It's always... You know, you always get that stuff. But it's, it's summer. It's, you go to a barbecue. That's what you do. Well, it sounds yeah. Like, sounds, like a, sounds like a weekend at Charlie's Pig Rose back in 1985, man. There, there, there's a story. Mm. <laughs> well, like I said, other than that, oh, and I saw Dark Phoenix, but we'll talk about that later. Ooh, okay. Yes, we will. <laughs> Ivan, That's called a tease, uh, folks. Anything uh, and on your end this week, Ivan? Well, let me see. Uh, well, it was a it was a little easier week this week than it was last week. Uh, but as far as uh, the weekend, okay, in the midst of all the pride celebrations that took place, and and uh, all the neighborhoods holding you know events, I was at Loyola University and I was DJing a reception. Oh, was it the most wonderful thing? Uh, yeah, I bet that the. Uh, uh, the performances for the first part of it were outdoors, and it was a rather warm day. And Julie and I, you know, as Moon Soul Music, which we inaugurated Moon Soul Music, this was our first uh, quotations, finger quotations, uh, comp- you know, company event. And <clears throat> and we got out there, and we laid out our turntables and got everything set up. Everybody was looking grand, beautiful. Loyola University is. Ornate. It is such a beautiful campus. It's amazing. We were at the Piper House, and we were by the back part of it where they had the uh, they had the balcony, and then they had a 
like a like an area and it faced uh Lake Michigan. It was beautiful. And you know, so lost in the lost in the sounds of Frank Sinatra, Mel Torme, um Nat King Cole and everybody was were taking photographs and it was really nice. Had a lot of people come by, they enjoyed the music and then the the catch between that and having to go into the main auditorium, which was just about maybe I'm gonna maybe say about uh six hundred feet away. We had to pack it up, get moved from that area into the auditorium, which the auditorium, if you stepped into it, was like stepping into nineteen twenty. We're talking beautiful stained glass chandeliers and windows and real real wood, you know, polished and just beautiful. Real wood? Wow. I mean, mm. just just wonderful, wonderful architecture everywhere you looked. And the acoustics were amazing. Now, my speakers are not really very big because, well, you have to, you know, I'm older now, so I can't be plugging a, you know, a 15-inch woofer with a horn tweeter anymore. So That's what she said. Walk, you know, so here it is. I got two handful of speakers you know, fitting in each hand and ripping and running and setting everything down. And we were on time. The announcements went off without a hitch. They danced from start to finish. And, yes, I did get to play some of the more modern records for the event, which, to the amazement of the bride and groom and, of course, their guests, which they kept coming by and kept wondering, <laughs> how did I have that on a 45? And it was they, they they never they never sat down from the moment I started to the moment I finished and uh and we made a good amount of coins that night too it made it so worthwhile it was wonderful in fact we ended up wait getting, did uh, you have a do you have a forty five of Despacito Despacito yeah yeah get out of here there's no they have a forty five of Despacito yeah there is why why not. <laughs> oh. Next, you're gonna tell me that you had a, you had a 45 of Old Town Road. Old Town Road? Yeah. There's a 12 inch of Old Town Road. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. 12 inch doesn't shock me. 45 does. Would, well, would see, the thing me. about it is, though, what is our, you know, you know, a lot of people were under the impression that records disappeared in the 90s and the 2000s, which that's not true at all. Because a lot of the records were being pressed everywhere else in the world. We just didn't press a lot of numbers in America during that time because, oh, my gosh, CD. Ah, I'm throwing out my vinyl for ah, CD. Yeah, thinking the CDs were going to last forever. Not. So, you know, so now everybody's eating a whole lot of crow and getting back to their getting back to their vinyl or they just stick with their downloads and their, their, their yeah. Spotify or their whatever it is nope. they got on phones now. I still have all my CDs. Uh, some of them like might only have like one track on them that I download and then I get rid of the CD or whatever. I'll give it away. But mm. I still have a vast, vast amount of CDs in my collection. I, I don't I, think I could ever part with them though. Well, I, I um, the stuff that I have – you know, got in records, I pretty much let the CDs go because why am I going to dual format? Uh, especially if I, I've, uh, haven't played a lot of CDs. Jeez. I don't think I, the only time I think I end up playing CDs is if 
Julie and I are like going out on trips together or if I'm in the truck and I want to just drop something in real quick. In fact, today uh, I was running around, you know, getting things ready for um, uh, the, for this week. And I, uh, I found one of my old air checks from um, from uh, <clears throat> from WVBX, which I had transferred from cassette to CD, and I was playing it in the truck, which, that was a nice memory, and, um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't play my CDs, I don't play my CDs out, and I don't think I've played my CDs much at all anymore, really, so many of my CDs, in fact, I sold half my CD to, um, to the, to the now legendary Logan Hardware Records, uh, I let go of, like, maybe several hundred, of those uh, CDs, I'm about to let go probably several hundred more because, well, they're just sitting in the garage at my old house, and uh, they're just like you know, just gathering dust. Well, speaking of sitting records, are you uh, you putting your apartment back together now that they've? Yeah. No, so far uh, they've done the uh, they've done the first treatment. They're going to be coming here on Wednesday, and uh, they're going to do another treatment, and then there's going to be another treatment after that. There's going to be four treatments in all. Uh, so, uh, Wednesday, they're going to do the entire building, which, hallelujah. And, uh, <clears throat> and then after that, then, uh, I would say maybe by the end of July, I should be able to, like, uh, take, well, most of the stuff I have now is, are sitting in crates and in bins. So that way I'm not taking any of these, you know, motherfuckers with me. And, um. I've already looked into the, um, I've already looked into doing storage for the most of it and just kind of pick and choose my stuff. I'll use the, um, the storage area as a remote setup. So that way, you know, I got it there until I move to, uh, Lathrop next year, which, uh, that's, that's the big one. I'm uh, hoping to get to Lathrop because then once Lathrop drops and we got those apartments happening, Man, a lot of changes, gonna be a lot of things happening. Gonna have places for you guys to come into the city and hang and, and we'll be able to do more things and, you know, just, uh, all, things. be a good thing all the way around. Alright, cool man. And, and, uh, and the beauty of it was this too, you know, for the uh, wedding back to that one just for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, it was just this wonderful event and then at the end of the night, um, we ended up receiving more than what we asked for, which was amazing, which, uh, really made for nice. It pretty much, uh, it pretty much, uh, you know, paid off a few bills and, uh, gave me a little pocket change for Dairy Con Fall Meetup. Okay. Hey. I think that's not till that's, well, that's the end of September. September. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is only a couple months away, man. Yeah. All right. Well, sock it away, I guess. Oh, I, I yeah. plan on it, man. I'm, uh, oh, by the way, speaking of socking it away, I think I, I socked away your um, your Transformer album. I looked at the um, I looked at the album bin when I was going through um, my my stuff for the wedding. Yeah, just keep it with you, like, and then just bring it back when we want to see you again for the meetup. Oh, okay, yeah, because Fine. I just, I wanted to let you know if you were inadvertently looking for it or wonder what happened to it. Yeah, it ended up, uh, along with all my albums that I haven't looked at since, uh, Derry Con earlier this year. That's fine. So anything else? You just had the wedding last week and that was it? Let me see. Well, the wedding and then, um, yeah, and for the rest, and for the rest of it, just kind of, you know, just did, you know, some errands and just, uh, 
took it a little easier because the temperatures were just murderous this weekend. In fact, uh, we're not supposed to get down into the 80s till later this weekend. I mean, they're, they're talking about 91 degrees uh, on um, Tuesday, and then uh, they're talking uh, sweltering plus uh, 100, 100 um, degree index heat, you know, accompanied with rain. It's going to, you know, so I don't know. Uh, I think uh, July 4th, unless you uh, are in some kind of shelter, man, you know, that's, uh, I don't know if being out on, on, on that day is going to be such a hot yeah, idea. All these chances of storms, these summer storms are whipping up. We had a nasty one here yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was uh, outside. I was outside uh, taking care of some business, and I was looking at the clouds rolling in. I'm just like, oh my god! It was like it was like the end of days. The clouds looked so terrifying. Yeah. What kind of business were you taking care of outside, Ivan? I was uh, bringing some stuff in from the car. Okay, just just yeah. taking care of some business outside. Just taking mm. care of some business because uh, sound like you're, the... You're, the body wasn't too heavy for you to start dumping the river. No, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I thought maybe he took a he could he took a dump in the bushes. No. <laughs> Take care of some business behind Man, this, there, right giving here. showers, giving showers to the neighbors. Woohoo! Um, yeah. but, uh, anyway, but uh, but no, I was outside. Um, I was um, I was giving some. I was getting some packages mm-hmm. to uh, to John and his wife. They were in Canada over the weekend, so uh, I went down and I. Uh, yes, well, happy Canada Day to our listeners. Happy Canada Day. Yes, that's right. And, They're not uh, a real country anyway. <laughs> I've, Sorry, checked, I always... I've, I've checked the algorithm. Uh, there are no Canadian listeners on Podbean, so I'll fuck Canada. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Nah. We like maybe all we'll the just, listeners. Maybe yeah, we'll just play we some hockey in their honor yeah. or something. Yeah, we have some poutine. Yeah. Poutine. Ooh. I like yeah. poutine. Look at pictures of Pamela Anderson and Michael J. Fox for no apparently good reason. And Shatner. <laughs> Shatner from there too. Okay. Yeah, Shatner's from Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I read some things about uh, Mister Mister Shatner. You know, reading some. You read some things. Could you be a little more specific? <laughs> yeah. How about? Did you see some stuff too? Well, I read some things about Shatner. I was uh, on social media, just you know, doing the random. You know, search and read, and coming coming from what this source said, that Shatner is, seems to be a tad bit vain, and that uh, nobody really liked being with him on Star Trek. This is news. This, yeah, this is news to you, Ivan. This is news to me. I mean, remember, I am not as I am not as knee deep in the hoop as you guys are, but you know. Oh no, Shatner. Like, yeah, he has I've a reputation. Yeah. I've heard stories. Like they had him when they had. Uh, yeah, Gene Roddenberry was a horn dog. Yes, he was. Was he? Huh. Huh. That's funny. Yeah, well, he 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 had he he was uh he was on the make with you uh, with um with the girl that played uh Commander. You, you, I always get the name mixed up. You who? <laughs> okay. Yes. Keep laughing. All right. Come on. <laughs> Say yeah, her I'm name, Ivan. What's what's, what's, laughing, what's laughing her name on Star off. Trek? Huh? What's her name on Star Trek? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not gonna try. He's not gonna try. No. 
The I'm, chick from I'm, Star Trek. Right. Anyway, yeah. So that narrowed it down. There's lots of chicks on Star yeah. Trek. Well, it's on the well, one, the first one. It's on Star Trek, but the the the, the, the one the, the the token black girl that was on the show. That narrowed it down. Yes. Anyway, now Roddenberry had a reputation for being an adulterer and a horn dog. Yeah. And yeah. even on uh, when he was working on Next Gen, leading up to his mm-hmm. death, he was. Uh, had a rep, but anyway, yeah. Well, Shatner, that yeah. Would explain, Shatner knows that. Would explain that, that one outfit. The Donna Troy. The, it's like he also Troy. had like this vendetta against, uh, you know, vendetta against you know this you know. Well, those were Spock, man. It was just like you didn't want like the Spock character to become you know any point of attention. I mean, he would do so many things. I was like, man, I. Thought he was a cool guy. Oh. Not, you know, reading on, I was like, man, he's a bit of an asshole, really. Ivan, where you been? Okay, like I said, not as knee deep in the hoopla as you boys are. I'm still waiting for my DS9 documentary. Damn it! Waiting for are the really? download code. It's had a couple of Fathom events here in the UK and in the US, but I'm still waiting for the download code. I didn't get That's the DVD. But I'm waiting to see it. I want to see this documentary about DS9. I want to see. I want to see uh, the Muppet movie when it comes out on the twenty. When it comes out uh, next month on the twenty fifth. What Muppet movie? The original Muppet movie. They're doing a oh, ex- anniversary. Oh, right. celebrating forty years. They're doing a Fathom yeah. event. Yeah. Oh, uh, I bet that's not going to hold up well. Unless they cleaned it up. I doubt it. What they were? What? Uh, what do the Muppets do that's so? Dated and no, no, not that. I mean, just I know I don't mean that way. I mean in terms of like, you know, just in terms of the, you know, the you know, shot on what eighties film and I'm sure there's I been some know. digital repar- reparations. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, digital I'm restoration. <laughs> digital well, reparations. reparations. I think that's our title for this week is digital reparations. Digital digital reparations. Okay, there's a new. There's a new word. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll give you uh, we'll give you three fifth elements for one Muppet movie digital. Got it. <laughs> well, that and uh, Woodstock is also back in the sonic atmosphere. Uh, I guess Rhino is going to put out a ten CD retrospective. Oh my goodness! songs every everything that ever got recorded at woodstock on 10 cds or if you want the anniversary version you'll get the one that has the five albums <laughs> and, and and the dvd I'm like okay can't believe it was 50 years ago woodstock. i can that's crazy wow it was before and, my uh, time yeah before mine too uh, okay. Just the old hippie over here, man. I was just a wee little baby. I was, yeah, I was, God, I was nine years old in 69. Sheesh. You know, so I was a wee, I was a wee little shorty. What about you, Mike? What you been up to? Oh, nothing, really. Uh, got a lot of yard work done on Wednesday. And yard work. Yard work, yay. Trimming hedges. Hi, and... he was sitting there cutting the grass again. And then trimming hedges and all that. No, I didn't see anything, didn't watch anything. I've got 
more Krypton on the DVR, but what I've seen, it's okay so far. So I've right. not caught up on. I was going to finish Cobra Kai. We haven't done that yet. Of course, tomorrow is Spider-Man, but no, I haven't uh, done any filming or moving. I did not go see the Endgame final, like last weekend. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't gotten a chance yet either. Did I don't? I don't think they met their goal to beat Avatar, though, right? Did no, they? no, no. They didn't. Avatar's still up there. Yeah, still number yeah. one. How about that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, two seven sixty four. So they're still like twenty twenty four million off. Yeah, they they don't think anybody else is, well, they don't think anybody else is going to, they don't think there's any chance that they're going to get anything else out of that. So who knows? Um, Is what it is. I'm not really all that worried. They made a lot of money. Money I don't have. Yeah. Money that we don't have. Money that none of us are ever going to have. None of us that will ever see that much, holy crap. 2.76 million, 2.76 billion. Mm-hmm. They did okay for themselves. They did fine. Yeah, they did, they're doing all right. Yeah. I cracked oh, well. my pants the money I got Saturday, let alone... <laughs> yeah, but I point. didn't uh, see nothing, didn't do nothing, didn't read nothing. Just been uh, lazy and just been staying just indoors. Of, all the, what's on sale at the hardware store? Patio furniture, I suppose. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Although we, just, just, we do like these storms. We, we're a hardware store. We like calamitous weather so when we get the thunderstorms people come in because they got to buy the chainsaws and cut down all the branches that fell down mm-hmm. we like that okay yeah, we like it when things break day the day before i mean well over the weekend i'm sure it'll be good because people have blown stuff up by, by accident because of fireworks right <laughs> yeah oh yeah you know uh uh just uh certain certain uh Fingers and toes and, you know, oh, we pockets. can't fix those. Not at our facility. No, we can't fix yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. Mike can't fix those. It's a hardware store, Ivan, although duct tape helps everything. That's right. <laughs> duct, duct, duct tape fixes everything. <laughs> hey, what's that new glove you got on your hand there? No glove here. I got me a duct tape. Look at this. Fourth of July, I had an M80 and I lit it. Yes, yeah. and yes, I have used duct tape as a Band-Aid. Yeah, well, so anybody anybody want some foodie news? Foodie news? I did, uh, yeah, I did cook out before that storm hit yesterday. Had some burgers and dogs. Yeah, I saw it on, I saw the pictures. I was like, oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, whoo, sign me up. Did some Davidas. Bubba burgers, they're easy, they're quick, easy to cook. Yeah, I did Davida's restaurant yesterday. Um, wow. Uh, I like going on, I like, I mean, are you guys prone to going on food adventures where you just try something at random, just, you know, you, you know, sight unseen? Rarely. I sometimes do, uh, but not often. Sometimes. I stick to what works. <laughs> I'm a creature yeah, of habit. <laughs> I did that the other day. Went to a place, uh, well, actually we ordered in, you know, Julie and I, because, it was so miserable outside. And we ended up uh, ordering from a place called Davidas, which, of course, is located 3753 West Belmont. Oh, and uh, it right. says for fast. I don't coffee. know. I don't know how our Australian people are going to know. Huh? How are our Australian people going to get there? Well, no, but I'm just I'm just kind of giving a review to uh, Chicago, my new Chicago favorite. For those oh. of us who are in Chicago, who could experience this wonderful 
place. What I, I, uh, I, what'd you have? I had I had an order of jumbo shrimp. Uh, I had um, I had fried uh, cali- I had a fried cauliflower, uh, mushrooms, and uh, let me see. Julie had a um, a half a half slab of ribs with a baked potato, and uh, everything was really really good. So and that and we had never we had never ordered from this place before. See when you know in our building certain places will not. Uh, walk up the stairs to bring you their, bring you your order. You have to come downstairs and meet them at the gate. Yep. Which I find most inconvenient. <laughs> Cause I got a lot of steps to go down and I don't get around as much, I don't get around as well as I used to. But the other night, uh, one of the guys from DeVita came to our building and, uh, we let him in and he went, he went to the doorway and he says, you guys actually go up the stairs? And he goes, Oh yeah, ask for Anthony. I'll get you. Well, guess what? <laughs> Sold on that idea and uh ended up getting some great food to boot. So that was uh that was a good thing. Man. Delivered Everything right to your door. Delivered literally delivered right to the door. And if you spend more than ten dollars you get uh, a liter of R C or whatever cola free. And uh well, we ended up spending a little bit more than that, so we ended up with two bottles of uh, Royal Crown Cola. I like Royal Crown. It's, it's a good soft soda. It's a little salty for me. Uh, Royal Crown? Yeah, RC? I'm not big on RC. Cola. Oh, okay. You know, RC's like, alright. I like it's Squirt. Okay. Squirt's good too. Squirt 50-50. I like 50-50, especially over ice, especially on a really hot day. It seems to cut right through everything. It's so good. I was never more, more privy towards either Sprite or Seven Up. No, wasn't much for Squirt. Let's see. I, I like. I Wait, like is Squirt. I thought Squirt was more of a Mountain Dew kind of thing. Well, Squirt. Well, Squirt is. I mean, Squirt and Fifty Fifty kind of are almost alike in a lot of ways. But uh, yeah, but if I had my choice between Sprite and Seven Up, I kind of go with the Sprite because the Seven Up tends to be a little uh, intense. Ah, uh, see, I figured you'd go for Bubble Up. Oh my gosh! Now there's now there's a now there's a uh, a soda I haven't heard in a long time. How, remember Shasta? Yeah, well, I don't think Shasta exists anymore. No, mm-hmm. Shasta doesn't exist. Just like uh, I know Tab is still around, but I think that's a limited market thing. Yeah. I remember one of my high school teachers uh, always liked drinking Mr. Pib. Mr. Pib's still around. Guys, that it is, is like it's like yeah. that is like the bastard stepchild of Dr. Pepper. Oh my god. Yeah, I never yeah, liked Dr. Pepper. You know, that, at first, when I first tried it, I didn't like it at all. But uh, as time went on, uh, I, I, I kind of grew to like it. But wasn't the first on my list for something like that. It's funny but thing, to- like when I will like have a root beer and a Three Musketeers bar, it takes me back, just like uh, uh, the food critic in Ratatouille. I can go back to being a kid uh, at the roller rink, having a styrofoam cup of red beer with a Three Musketeers bar. It just just wow. transports me. I mean, it's just like foods like that that'll do that, you know? That's one particular thing that does for me. I always like root beer, but there's some root beers that I like more than others. Like, I don't care much for IBC or Barks. Really? But I do like A&W. Do you like Hires? Eh, Hires is okay, and Mug is. Wait, okay. you don't like you don't like the IBCs? No, really? I don't like IBC anymore. 
You know what's good? The Goose Island root beer is good too. The Goose that now that you're right, Jeff. I like the Goose Island root beer. That's really good. That's good stuff. They, you but mean I, like the alcoholic root beer? No. No, no, no. no. A, There's an actual root beer for Goose Island that's not yeah, alcoholic? Yes, there is. That's not uh-huh. alcoholic. No, it's good. Huh. It's real good. It's terrific. Yeah, Jewel carries it. I know that. Okay. Yeah. I'll try it out. So your go-to beverage for the summer, uh, would it be lemonade? You see, I like lemonade, but I, I but it's got to be a little bit more on the sweeter than the sour side lemonade. But not overly sweet. So when you make the lemonade from concentrate, do you add sugar? Very little. Not too much. Mm. I never add sugar. I just yeah, add I, the concentrate and then the water and that's it. I like cutting the I like cutting the lemons and letting them float in there. Okay. I like that. Well, like are you that. trying to be artsy? Yeah, no, what are you like Food like, Channel now, Ivan? Yeah, really. No, seriously. no, no, no. It just it just adds a little something. I guess the juice from the the lemons themselves just kind of give it a little extra zip. At least He's I think. He's been watching that. the Food Network again. Oh yeah, you know, right up there with uh, right up there with my uh, spaghetti and meatball recipe. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use the Havarti cheese. Cheddar <laughs> cheese is too pedestrian. You know, I, I gotta tell you, it, Ivan. Your, your your spaghetti and meatballs recipe, the one where you open up this can of SpaghettiOs? Oh, the one, the one, <laughs> the Chef Boyardee? <laughs> I think that's all your good. next Facebook Live, Ivan. you got to do some cooking on, on Facebook Live. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do uh, it. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? He'll do it shirtless, too. No, no, no. We'll do it no put your shirt on, you please. Guys, you guys oh, have God. talked me out of being shirted, shirtless. I Thank mean, Thank you. Oh my god! You know I don't get I don't get it, but the okay, internet yeah. thanks you, Ivan. Mm. Well, some of the internet thanks me, yeah. But <laughs> uh, okay, I know you guys. I know you guys love me, but you don't love me without my shirt. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not that. Uh, what was that one character? Uh, that you know. Nickelodeon Gib- Ghibli Ghibli whatever his name was. What? There used to be a character on Nickelodeon who used to that narrowed it down. <laughs> I, I I don't remember the show, but all I remember was this <laughs> this this over this 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 very chunky kid used to come on the scene and tear his shirt off, and he would shake all of his wonderful self on screen, no shirt, you know, you know, and uh, you know. So go there, go to YouTube and find out. It's there, okay, and then and then bring it back to our page, and then. Let everybody else remember it too. I know it's a it was a Nickelodeon show. I don't I don't remember what show it was. There were so many of them. But any yeah. any clue what he's talking about, Mike? Nope, not at all. Yep. That's okay, and I, I guess I guess I'll have to find it and I'll have to see if I can post it. Okay. Wait, I want to see you post something on our Facebook group. That our Facebook page that by itself would be interesting. What now? You posting something on our Facebook page? That would be something. That'd be impressive. <laughs> I can I can post things on you uh, on the Facebook page. I know you can, but you don't. Well, I mean, I'm sorry if I if I have other things I, I'm doing. <laughs> well, okay, then our listeners don't get to know where all your gigs are. Not my problem. Well, I, I do put my gigs out there on Facebook. Yeah, but not on our page. 
okay, well, I'll start. Lo- okay, then I'll just go ahead and put them all on our page then. Okay, I, uh, you know. Okay. I don't know how many more times i got to tell them, Mike. It's just always funny. You, yeah, feel free yeah. to plug one of your gigs on the Squares page. Yeah, okay. seriously. Okay, then, then I will do that. I will do that. Okay. What's Logan Arcade up to these days? Yeah. Well, the uh, the Games. killer the, the the killer queen, uh, the huge killer queen event was attended by over three hundred people, and I think it's finally outgrown Logan Arcade. I you know there's some rumors going around saying that they might have to have it in a larger venue next year, but this year it was extraordinarily attended for the three day. Um, Extravagant uh, for Killer Queen. And of course, for those of you who don't know what Killer Queen is, it's a five, it's a uh, two team, five team, five team, five person in every, in each team can, you know, work these controls to uh, face each other off in this uh, video game where, you know, Killer Queen, well, it's a hive and, you know, you got your drones and you got, you know, there's there's all of this fighting that goes on to try to you know take over the hive. It's that type of a thing, and it has become quite the sensation, where it spawned off many uh, events and many competitions now. So they had a big event about it this weekend, uh, and uh, yeah, there was a lot. It was attended, very well attended, and a lot of a lot of people had fun with that. But they say that the uh, Logan. Logan Arcade is uh is finally reached its capacity for it now. So well that you know, we'll see what happens with it uh next year. But I'm looking forward to the Stern Pinball Expo coming up in October. That's gonna be fun. I wanna see what new pinball games are gonna be coming out on, you know, to the public, which is gonna be cool. It's a great event. All right, and, as we get closer you keep us posted on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll definitely keep you abreast of the uh the um the situation. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's see, what else we got? Um, yeah, I did end up finally getting to see, uh, Dark Phoenix. And? Um, uh, yeah. And? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, and? I'm, I, I, I think my first, uh, I mean, Jennifer, Jennifer Lord's just like felt like, uh, you felt Jennifer Lord up, what? Jennifer Lawrence just, I I just think she phones it in. I mean, it's like, okay, I'm Well, she's not in it for much. Well, yeah. (laughs) And then, well, that's what I mean. I, I feel like she kind of phones it in. And then, um. And? What do you mean, and? What do you want me to say, and? He's, it's not he's a good getting movie. there, Ivan. It's okay. not a good movie. Sorry. He's getting there. It's not a good movie. It's a bad movie. No. It's a really lousy movie. It wasn't... Uh, it was just bad. It wasn't lousy. It was just wasn't good. It wasn't good. I mean, and you don't have a real good villain either. I mean, you know, if you're going to turn, you know, you know, if this is where you're going to go, I mean, this is now the second time... They've tried to do this Dark Phoenix thing, and it hasn't worked either time. So, nope. you know, I, I think they need to rethink. You know, it, it's kind of good that maybe they're going on hiatus for a while. Maybe it is smart that Marvel is basically not going to do much 
with t- with uh, movies with X Men or anything like that for a bit because maybe they need to do that and and they need to cool a lot of this off because the other thing that was confusing to me is you know all these movies are supposed to sort of fit together somehow including the original ver- the original first three and somehow they all fit together. And I'm like, well, I don't understand how that works if you had Dark Phoenix once and then Dark Phoenix again. So I'm really confused how that all works from a, from that perspective. And then it's like, oh, aliens. I'm like, okay, what? That's just lazy writing. I mean <laughs> – To quote I Wade. Mean, it's, just, it's just lazy writing. I mean it's, it's, it's too – I mean it's not even like a Marvel – bad guy villain from outer space. So, they just made him up. I don't know what the hell they were doing. So, just, would you say would you say it's Green Lantern bad? No, no not as bad as Green Lantern. No. And dare I say uh, it wasn't as bad as X3. No, I'd see X3 before I'd see that. Yeah. I'd see X3 before. So, I'd you see figured that, that it's just been a misfire as far as the whole Dark Phoenix but I liked, but I liked the performances. I liked McAvoy and Fassbender. They had some good moments in it. Yeah, yeah. The ending was lame too. It's like, okay, they're gonna sit in there playing freaking chess. It's like, Jesus, really? Okay, whatever. I, it's like, I'm like, so you, so... Think, so you think the exit was more was a big lame out? Well, I, I didn't think it was very good. I, now I understand why they probably moved it a couple times. Um, although I am convinced that if that movie is in February, that they would have made, they wouldn't be talking about that. It's that their numbers would be good enough that people would be like, "Oh, okay." Um, but dropping it in the middle of July, yeah, yeah I don't, I, agree. I don't, I don't think that not July, middle of June, it was just not smart. Um, and in, in fairness. It's funny because the box office numbers for the year so far have been down uh, with some rare exceptions. But I think part of it is is really – Do you think it's just oversaturation? That's less good movies. Well, that's that's the biggest thing is it's like there have been some movies that have done well. I mean like Aladdin actually did well. Toy Story's doing pretty well. Um, you know, obviously Avengers destroyed everything. But I think that there are some franchises where they thought they could bring them back, and it it just either the time didn't it didn't work, or they didn't give us what people wanted, or they didn't do anything new or fresh, like the Men in Black thing. I mean, it's so funny because everybody was screaming about the about the X Men movie, and I hear the and then the next weekend the Men in Black movie bombed worse worse than the X Men movie. So you know, it's like well, I it's know. because it's because too much time has passed. For the Men in Black uh, situation, yeah, we talked about that. It was like the sequel nobody asked for, but it happened, and right. uh, yeah, and it kind of went when like a thud. And, and, right. and, and, and it all goes back. It all goes back to uh, in, uh, the whole, you know, sequel thing. Uh, rather, you change the characters or you uh, try to add or subtract into the story sequels. For the most part, just don't work. Well, they well, call it sequel other... fatigue. I don't have to maybe with the remake or sequel. I think it's just overall just not good stories, not good. I don't know. Well, not good and writing, the other thing is, good, you know, 
the other thing is too is like okay men in black okay who are you bringing in okay you basically brought in the two big stars from thor ragnarok and put them back together again and it's like okay we kind of so now it's they're in men in black but we've kind of seen this already and it's like but now we're going to see them in marvel too and it's like you 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 didn't do creative casting here I mean, there's uh, a saturation. It's just not too an oversaturation. It's, it's just, it's just like, for example, it's like, I don't know who I had this conversation with, but I was like, I was like sitting there, and we were talking about it, and I'm like, here, you want to, you want to make something like Men in Black work? Okay, put it, make it. Uh, what's her name? Um, who's the chick from The Princess Diaries? Um, and what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway with, like, Kevin Hart. Okay? Because that's some wacky pairing that you wouldn't expect. And people would go, oh, I want to see what the hell they're going to do. That could actually be good. Well, that's what I mean. you got to do, if you're going to do something, if you're going to reboot something like that, you better bring in either two people that you haven't seen together before or some wackiness to it. Okay? Yeah, I mean... Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson are good actors. They give good performances. But you're right. It was more the same. We saw this dynamic before in Ragnarok and a little bit. And we might and, see it again. And, yeah. And we might see it again because I'm under the impression Hemsworth is going to continue playing Thor. So yeah. we could see them in Marvel movies again. So it's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't – you know, that's that's the problem is it's like, okay, pick – Summer eight. movie fatigue. Well, or just are, oh, I did see the article here. Yeah, I saw that, that one too about about Paul Rudd's going to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. I'm all for that. Uh, Seems like a good move. Yeah, I, I, are I, I, they going back to an original position yes. on on the Ghostbusters or, or yes. just kind of okay? Yes, they're going back to the original cast, which. Has certain people upset, which I'm going to leave it alone, because the only thing I can say is the the, the person who was in jar with who was doing the two, 2016 Ghostbusters, if they had been willing to place it all in the same Ghostbusters universe, you probably could have used some of those people, but now you can't because he wanted to do his own little world and universe instead of using what was there. Um, yeah, well, like you saw you saw the big you saw the big fart and shit on that. Well, and but I've seen the reverse now too, where when it was announced that they're gonna go with the they're gonna like do the reboot, they're gonna do the like I wouldn't call the reboot, but they're gonna revisit with the old cast and bring in new. And well, they've and got really, Paul Rudd and right. I think Dan Aykroyd because he's co-wrote he's wrote it, but. As of now, they have still yet not cast Ernie Hudson in the Ghostbusters 3. Oh, have they not? I thought they had everybody. Nope. And then um, I guess there's going to be a Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans anime. Yeah, I mean, they're, going, they're, they're doing the right thing, going right to video. Yeah, well, yeah. That makes sense. Um, let's see what else. I saw the Charlie's Angel trailer. That wasn't bad. Um, that wasn't bad. That that was better than I expected. I expected. I'm trying to think, see what else. I guess this is gonna. They're working on the final Kingsman movie, or at least the final one with uh, Taryn Egerton and uh, what's his name? 
with the two of them together. Um, <laughs> Everything all right over there, doing, Ivan? Ivan? I'm fine. We're hearing boxes yeah. crashing around. Do I hear your cat? Yeah. I've got better stuff to do. So guess crazy background noises on Ivan's end here. Um, well, that's because uh, I'm waiting for Julie to come upstairs with the laundry, and I'm trying to get the door, and the cat's trying to escape. Ah, well, what kind of laundry? Clothes. Oh, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Never mind. I don't want to know. Laundry, T-shirts, and things. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? We uh, Did you finally find that information, Mike, or no? Yeah, I saw the it, the headline from the Hollywood Reporter saying box office revenues down nearly ten percent this year yeah. from last. Because um, of like Godzilla, Men in Black International, Secret Life of Pets two, they've all underperformed. And then uh, I guess um, there's been kind of some news about this Warner Media uh, streaming service. They're, they're going to do. A, a prequel to Gremlins as an animated. Yep, the story's then, been posted. The Squares Around Table Facebook page, if you'd like to yep. read it. And then, I guess they're talking about rebooting some of the old uh, TGIF stuff, like uh, Perfect Strangers and um, Urkel and all that other stuff. So, I don't Why? know. Uh, well, because I think they think there's money in it. Because um, they saw Netflix do full do Full House as a reboot, and they, it was pretty successful. Yeah. You know, um, we're seeing a lot of this, especially on the streaming services. They can, yeah, they can breed new life through uh, the streaming services and the, the original content that people are craving for on right. like Netflix and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but it just, I just can't help but think. That it seems like we've run out of new ideas. Well, reboot, 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 reboot. Do it again. Sequel, 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 sequel. Reboot, reboot, reboot. Fair. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's stuff like the Tarantino movie that's coming out. That's new. That's coming out end of July, I think. The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. That's new. That's different. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the, you know, I'm just trying to think of what else. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I right mean, there, honestly, just well, you, I mean, like, it just tells you that, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, out of, you'll, you'll have out of, out of 10 movies, you know, eight out of 10 of the movies are just rehashes of the same old shit. But some no, of that shit I is mean, good. Yes. Yeah, some, well, yeah, some of that shit could be good, but some of it's very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of it is shit we didn't even ask for, but we got well, it. Well, yeah, that's and true. For good it's or funny. ill, some of it's turned out very good. I'm still loving the, the Cobra Kai series. Can't wait oh, for season Cobra three. Cobra Kai is wonderful. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that, seen that it? Mean, no, I've seen pieces of it, but I've not, like, dived into it like you have. But from what I've seen of it, it seems like it's really good. Yeah, it's very good. So, yeah. so see, some of these sequels see, and remakes and such, promise, some of it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, see, see, but that's, but yeah, the whole Cobra Kai thing is an extension of the whole Karate Kid thing, but it's not Karate Kid. See, you well, know, it's, it's a continuation it's, it's, wow. in that universe. Yeah, it's a continuation, and it kind of stands on its own merit. 
Whereas you get a lot of situations like like the the newest uh, you know uh, Ghostbusters movie. Okay, they're just that's revisiting a sequel, it. but it's like many it's, years okay. after. So okay, there's all right. Like I said, there's still good content out there based on older, well-loved, nostalgic shows and movies from the 80s and 90s. It's okay. out there. You just got to find it. Yeah. We've always yeah. talked about this, about you just got to – there's plenty of outlets. More content is better for the us. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of more content, probably the big – probably the – in terms of news – Apparently, Warner Brothers has been developing Sandman for TV, and I guess Netflix outbid everybody, and they're going to put that on their streaming service, which is kind of surprising that Warner just didn't sit there and go, nope, we're putting out a Warner Warner Media streaming. Um, They must have got some really big money, because apparently... Netflix even outbid like HBO for it. So we're talking about Sandman. We're talking about Neil Gaiman's Sandman from the Vertigo days. Yeah, not um, uh, Marvel as in Spider-Man. Right, or or Sandman as in the Justice Society Sandman. Not not the same. Right. Um, but huge. I mean, that was like a huge book back in the back in the nineties, and it, you know, Gaiman supposedly is involved. Uh, Alan Heinberg, who wrote, um, who's the writer for Wonder Woman, is involved too. Uh, the Wonder Woman movie. So, you know, it's funny. I don't know how quick it's gonna, how long it's gonna take them to get up and running. That's that's kind of a big deal. Um, if they nail this thing down, uh, it well, for that is, kind of for that kind of money, and. Uh, they must really see some potential in it to bid that kind of cash to get it out of the hands of HBO and Warner. Are you pouring water? Yes. Yes. Okay. Have a glass of water. In the middle of the show. I can't have a glass of water? Uh, no. No water allowed. That's the mute button. It's okay. Uh, I was just you do that having a, a beverage. I'm having a beverage. Would you do so this sorry. if you were on air? <laughs> when I was on the air, everything was possible on the air when I, when I had the show back in the day. You did I, not. You had two pop cans of soda on the air. You didn't carry the you, microphone into the other room, into the kitchenette, and pour yourself a oh, glass no, of water in between rooms. Oh, I brought it into the studio and I drank it. Right. Well, yeah, but you didn't, like, pop the can and go, 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 go. <laughs> like right in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, it's funny because we like to drink water <laughs> yeah. while we're podcasting. It's like, it's like yeah, it's like somewhere uh. Ivan forgot about like what it means to be a radio professional. Yeah, we're professionals here. But uh, so I think uh, we'll... so yeah, with Spider Man, hopefully, gonna bring some new life into the these. Failing, I guess box office receipts are failing. That's terrible. These studios are only making half a billion dollars instead of yeah, three quarters of a billion dollars. The problem is, is that these these big tent poles, it still trickles down to the movie theaters, your local movie theaters, and those the those are the poor people that are trying to make ends meet because the distributors take all that money from the movies they make. That's why the popcorn is seven bucks. 
Wow. Well, that before. That's why, that's why, uh, that's why, uh, trying to go to the concession stand, you might as well go ahead and say, hey, I'll have a steak and a baked potato for the prices they charge for popcorn, nachos, and well, they uh, have to. soda pop. They have to, to pay for the, the people to yeah. sweep the floors after every film. Yeah, true. Well, and then you got the projectionists and, you know, you know, you I hate the security to... guards and you have the ticket table. Yeah. You have the cashiers. You pay to keep the lights on and all that shit. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. you know the you know the concessions, which also include, but not uh, dedicated to, uh, video games and machines in the uh, in the foyer. You know, custodians yeah. to keep it all nice and neat. The one, the one I go to has a bar. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's a basic AMC. Bar bag, you got a bar. Yeah, yeah, the Regal I'm at doesn't have alcoholic beverages box. yet, so I'm sure what it might come in. Matrices? Yep. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think although it's funny because you go, you know, AMC does that like five or six dollar Tuesday, and you know they they get packed up, and you know yeah, that, that's that's the only day they get packed up because you know. No, they get people for the other days. They, I mean, if there's something that people really want to see, like when tours, like, where did I go? You saw Why Aladdin? Go? Yeah, when we went to see Aladdin, because I think that was the weekend Toy Story 4 came out. And that was your right? free, that was your cheapo Tuesday or whatever? No, we went on a Saturday. Okay. We went on a Saturday in the morning at, on the week that that Saturday. came out. And it was, ju- it was, we still went on in the early morning. But that place was packed with every freaking kid you've ever seen. I mean, they were just packed because they were all going to go see. Everybody had to go see Toy Story Four. So, you know. So then you I went mean, and saw Aladdin, and the theater was empty. No, surprisingly, there were a good amount of people. I was surprised how many people were actually in the Dark Phoenix movie too. There was more than I thought there'd be. I mean, they had a decent amount of people in there. I figured like maybe there'd be like three or four of us. Uh, and it's like, no, they had probably about 50 people in there. When I went to go see Dark Phoenix, we had a full theater. That was, that was surprising. Yeah. No, I was... I, well, I'm you're always... in a population center, so... Yeah. I guess. Or more commonly referred to as one of your Earth cities. Your Earth cities. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think the only other... What else? Is... Oh, apparently the Walking Dead comic ends this week. Really? Officially. The yeah, they. Um, How they long has this comic. comic been running? Fifteen Forever. years. Wow. Fifteen years, and it's it's abrupt too because they had originally um, solicited for August and September, and apparently all of a sudden it's just yep, this is the last one. Um, wow. It's I think seventy one pages. I'm curious. There's a part of me where I'm half tempted. I haven't. I haven't been paying attention in a long time but i'm really tempted to like be like hmm i'm curious to see what ha- what goes what and how you know what what the end looks like if you understand what i mean yeah um, i guess the book has diverged greatly from the series or vice versa the tv show right well the series diverged early from yeah. from the books um because what's her name Oh God, I'm not. I'm not gonna remember the the one of the uh, Andrea. That's who it was. Andrea dies in a, like early, in, in, like a season three or something like that. 
with the governor. The season with the governor, she dies. And she's not supposed to die. In the book, she ends up marrying Rick. So it's like, that's when people knew things were going to be a little bit different in the, in the, in the TV show than the, than the book. Um, not that they haven't used stuff from the book, like Nagin's from the book and stuff like that. But um, I, I, I think it's interesting because I guess uh, Kirkman's reaction is, you know, I just don't, I feel like I've told all the stories I need to tell about this. So we're done. Fine, let it end on a high note. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it makes sense. I just think it's interesting because I wonder how much they. I'm curious how well they're doing because I Is keep hearing the image numbers. or dark horse. What what uh, what image. label are they under? Image, image, okay. right. image. Um, but I am curious because you know numbers on uh, numbers on the TV shows are down, and, and AMC wants to like build more out of that franchise, and I'm like, yeah, they've tried a couple of spinoffs. Yeah, and I don't know that that's really kind of... Well, they only have one right now, don't they? They only have one spin-off. Just Fear the Fear Walking of... Dead, yeah. Right, and but I think... I don't know. I think that they've hit the... Peak. And there was rumors that uh, Breaking Bad was tangentially linked to that universe, but they never no. confirmed that. So. No, no, mm-mm. Yeah, I think uh, AMC's going to milk that thing till it dies. Um, a horrible death, and <laughs> like a like a Mike Myers franchise, just like the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, well, I think I think the only people left will be watching it will be zombies. Um, <laughs> well, there's the purists. Yeah. We'll know more when San Diego comes in a couple weeks. Yeah. What else was? Oh, San Diego. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they announced uh, some of the the Hall H stuff. Um, it looks like WB is bringing a lot of TV, and I guess Marvel is going. Yep, like the Russo brothers will be stuff. there to do right, like a movie stuff? little wrap up on Phase Three. Yeah, yeah, so I was a little surprised by that. Um, I don't know. Um, well, they're probably promoting that other movie that they got coming out that I just saw a trailer for. I can't remember the name of it. Um, that looks interesting. It's coming out in the fall. Uh, but they, it's them, and it's Chadwick Boseman. And, yeah, it's uh, and, he's a cop. Yeah, I saw the yeah. trailer for that. Yeah, yeah, that looked interesting. And then um, it was funny because Taylor Kitsch is in that movie, and Taylor Kitsch is the guy who was in Friday Night Lights, and he should have had a big, he should have had a good career. And unfortunately, he had a couple of things where he kind of hit, where he kind of just had no luck after that. He should have been in better shape than he has been, uh, which is he was the he was the gam he was Gambit and Wolverine Origins, um, and it didn't pan Ugh, out. Yeah, <laughs> and then Ugh. and then he he was the main star for John Carter of Mars, and they didn't promote that well. Um, and that movie was better than anybody ever thinks because um, I've seen it; it's a good movie. Uh, but they didn't promote it well, and they didn't do a good job. And no, the press about, decided they wanted to destroy it, so they did. So, well, the problem was is that by the yeah, I mean they just didn't promote it well, and they no. Disney did a bad job promoting it and all that. And they and then, put like a ton of money into it. Yeah, and then to top it off, that same summer he's in the Battleship movie <laughs> that pretty much almost killed his career. No. Um, Battleship. Those two. Yeah, I tried um, watching that. I couldn't finish it. I watched so the whole freaking thing. dumb. The funny part is, is it's like 
Liam Neeson's in that movie. Rihanna's in that movie. They they like keep going, but like Taylor Kitsch, like his career like pretty much stalled, like right there. It was like nope, he's like death incarnate to anything. So I'm kind of glad that uh, the Russos are uh, are looking to use him for uh, as the as kind of it looks like they're trying to you know put him in. This, they put him in this movie yeah. here with Chadwick Boseman. As far so. as uh, SDCC stuff, I just know that uh, I saw the headline that Warner Brothers says that uh, the DC universe is getting split in two or something like that. So I was like, is okay. it? Yeah, they had some kind of fractionation of their uh, of their cinematic universes. Uh, I don't know. So whoever. they're not talking. Well, DC movies isn't going, um, from what I understand. So I don't know. Um, I mean, I know there's a bunch of. Uh, for I can find the I article here me. real quick for you that about the whole thing about the DC universe. It is. Anybody got anything interesting going on for July Fourth? Because I gotta be honest with you, I really don't. No, I'm working all day. Neither, neither what are you gonna I. do all day? It's it's gonna, um, it's gonna be too damn hot, and I'm not gonna. Put myself to any of that. Yeah, it's from the let's see, we got this covered dot com. Uh, Warner Brothers is rebooting the entire DC EU into two separate universes. Uh, Following the failure of Justice League, it's been obvious that Warner Brothers is trying to sweep the past of the DCEU onto the rug, like Aquaman and Shazam referencing other heroes but not featuring any proper crossovers. In the near future, though, things will start to break away from established canon completely with the Batman said to take place in its own universe. Oh, here we go again. So this could be just the start of some major reshaping of the shared franchise going forward. Uh, it's been told that WB is working on rebooting the entire DCEU. Essentially, there will be two separate universes from now on. First, we'll have the franchises that already begun and therefore part of the DCEU. So that'd be like like Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, etc. And from what we understand, though, there won't be much connectivity anymore between sequels in these franchises and the early DCEU films. And any new properties, meanwhile, without ties to what's come before, will take place in an all-new continuity. It sounds like this approach will be kicked off with the Batman, with our source also, also telling us that the Supergirl movie will be set in the same world. As previously reported, that film will sow the seeds for a new Superman to arrive later down the line by rebooting the Kryptonian mythology. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, my head's spinning just from reading this. So, so it's interesting. Story. It's interesting because I had a really – I was talking to somebody who has a better handle on some of this stuff. And apparently Warner looks at all of their, their other entities almost like their own companies within a company kind of thing. So mm-hmm. as a result – there's really no incentive for for other for one part of Warner to work with another part of Warner at times. And, and let me give you an example. Like they own Cartoon Network, and yet there's very little DC cartoons on Cartoon Network, with the exception of Teen Titans Go, which is omnipresent. Right, and the only reason that that's there. Is the numbers are so good they can't get rid of it. And the ratings, yeah. It's just like how Nickelodeon right. had SpongeBob. Right. 
the ratings are so good on Titans Go that they can't get rid of it, so they have to buy it from. Ironically, they have to buy it from DC, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because they're all in the same company. <laughs> but that's how they work, and that's the problem. The problem is, is that they don't see they they they. That's what they do. So as a result, they make it very. You know, they don't take. It seems like they just don't take advantage of what they have within their own company, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we've talked um, a lot a bit on this show about how DC doesn't seem like they have their shit together, but in other ways, it really does. Yeah. Either yeah. by accident or by design. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is is that. See, the problem is with the movies. With the movies, you get Warner saying they're going, oh, we know how to make movies. Okay? And so what ends up happening is, is they want to bring in people who they know, who think they know how to make a movie. Versus when Marvel did it, you know, it was, we're going to come up with a movie, we're going to figure it out. And when Disney bought them, hey, look, you guys know how to make a movie. All right? We're not going to tell you what to do or how to do it. We're not going to micromanage you, but here's what you here's what you need to do. And and they let the they you know they they let the Marvel people be Marvel. Yeah, they let Feige and the Russo brothers do their groovy thing, and well, look and, at how it turned out. And and people like you know when the first Iron Man when Iron Man was being done in 2008, they brought in they brought all the writers like all the Marvel writers. Yep. Like on set and they showed them things and they asked them a whole bunch of questions and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, in the beginning, yeah, the Marvel writers were involved. I mean, that first sequence at the end of, of Iron Man, the one between him, between Stark and Nick Fury was actually written by Michael, Brian Michael Bendis, mm-hmm. um, for them. So, you know, it, it, over time, yeah, the the comic book guys are not doing as much with the movie stuff on their end, which is kind of interesting, but it, it's been okay so far. Yeah, are you um, going to pick up a copy of uh, Marvel Comics 1000? I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, oh, well, it's, DC has always numbered their comics, but then Marvel's be all like, well, if you count this, this, and this, then this is yeah. actually number 1,000, too. And, yeah, a lot of people calling Marvel out on our bullshit about that, but... Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's a benchmark. Sure. I and mean, I get I mean, I get it. And, yeah. And yeah. if that's what you're going to do. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's funny. There's some interesting stuff going on. And the DC in the comics right now, like, um, you know, uh, Bendis is taking over, is doing something where supposedly he's going to, he's going to finally kind of revamp and figure out everything between current time and the Legion. And I guess he's going to write Legion, um, coming up, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, um, They've got some sort of event that they're running over the summer, and um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's been some interesting stuff that they've done, and, and we'll see. I yeah, don't I'm know. looking like forward said, to seeing what comes out of SDCC. Uh, I guess we'll get uh, some trailers, hopefully. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm under the impression that uh, the Batwoman 
pilot will be available that weekend, and that so will the the penning the Alf, the Alfred Penningworth thing. But that's on like another station that I don't get, so I'm not even going to worry about it. Um, but yeah, I I, I just don't. You know, I'm not running out of my way to see a show about Alfred. I mean, it sounds cool, but I'm not running out of my way for that show to go to go find it, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's it's an untapped resource, and I'm surprised nobody's done it earlier to tell the story well, of Alfred. You know, well, they've done a little bit of it in the comics, yeah. but they haven't done it in um, on any media. Yeah, they haven't uh, done it really in media. Any visual, like any television or on-screen media. Right, right. This will be the first time they're going to do that. Yeah. So, so but, okay, if they're going to go ahead and address Al, Alfred. Now, in many of the movies and in many of the comic books, I mean, is there a true origin that they can actually go to? Because I know in some cases with Alfred, he used to be a Secret Service person. Before that's what they're going Butler. with. Exactly. That's where they're going with. Like special forces or something like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, in other words, like kind of a, kind of a, you know, right. a Kingsman type right. of thing. Before he yeah. fell into the services of Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Right. You, you, Which you that, would, that would be, I, I, I would find that interesting since Alfred, for the most of it, you only know, saw him in the capacity of being in the service of Bruce Wayne. But, um, to, to see what he did before all of that, that I think that could, you know, spark a good deal of interest. Now, as far as, uh, as far as, uh, Batwoman on the other side of the coin, I don't know. I mean, uh, do you think maybe that might go the way of, say, Catwoman maybe? No, cause no. Batwoman's gonna be on CW and they've already, they already did the soft boot with her on, uh, during uh, the crossover this past this past winter, so she appeared in one episode, right? Okay, right in full in the costume. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get an origin as to how she dons the cape and cowl. Yeah, I th- and the red it, wig, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, is it a red wig? Yeah, I guess it is. Um, I haven't fully looked at it. Like I said, no, I'm looks. Inter- think- I'm interested in it. I'll go. I'll watch it. I think the most interesting okay, thing is okay. Now here's here's my question. Yeah. Because I know that Batgirl is uh, Barbara Gordon. It's yeah, is Barbara Gordon true? But at the same time, in some of the stories, you know, especially with Nightwing, where she was Oracle and she was yeah, yeah, um, that that's a different character though, Ivan. Oh, oh, well, I'm trying I'm trying to get an understanding. See, so help me here. What's your question, uh, Ivan? Yeah. So my question is. Are they going to follow through from Batgirl to 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 Batwoman? Is that no play into it? Are they going to start it from that particular? Part? No, or, you know, or, Batwoman is an entirely different character. So there's a Batgirl and there's a Batwoman. Do. So yeah. it has nothing to do with that. Story. Correct. Correct. Okay, that's that's what I wanted to yeah. know. Batwoman yeah. is not Barbara Gordon. Batwoman is not Barbara Gordon. That's an entirely different story. And um, was she like Bruce's cousin or something? Like that? Well, that's how they have it in the in the in the in, in this the series. TV, in this yeah. series, um, I can't remember when they reintroduced her, but 
And I think it was doing. I think it was during. She came out in the nineties, right? Back no, then? well, no, no. It was the. Um, I thought it she was came the, out in the thousands. She did. She did. It was right after Infinite Crisis. And so it the, wasn't in two thousands. So this character is relatively new. Right, and she's this character was written. I'm trying to remember official origins, but the more recent version that they're using came out in the 2000s and that she also is a lesbian. So, um, and that will be the case in the show too. So, okay, so she's going to be maybe what, like the first openly gay superhero? She's not the first. She's not really the first. But this is the, but... And TV probably. They're going to make this an incidental thing within the character uh, makeup, right? I hope so, but I I don't know. There was headline that uh, Spider-Man Far From Home featured a – was it a non – or was it a transgender actor was featured in Um, in Far From Home? A non-binary? No, not not non-binary. It was just just transgender uh, actor was in – is in Far From Home. I'll find out more, obviously, after we see Spider-Man. Spider-Man next week, so we'll talk more yeah, about yeah. next week. But yeah, uh, with SDCZ coming, we'll get some some juicy content we can talk about soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, okay. I, okay. Well, I mean, like I said, to me, it'll be interesting because the like I said, the be the the two interesting things that I heard that I've seen of late are that apparently they're... Netflix Netflix is going to do Sandman, which. I don't ever. I didn't ever expect to see that in my lifetime. And they're already saying that the DC people for TV, it's the most expensive project they've ever done, and it should be interesting. And the other thing is, is I was shocked to hear that Walking Dead's the series, the, the the comic series is done. That those are two things that you know I never thought the Walking Dead would ever be done in terms of comics. Yeah. I mean, I thought that would just be never ending, but. You know, uh, in some ways, I'm kind of glad they're doing it that way. So, yeah, well, I, I, I think you're just making they're just making a way for new things, new directions, well, new no, focuses. No, the focuses end is uh, not always the end. I can always find another way to bring that back. There's plenty of stories to tell in the universe, and someone yeah. might decide well, to pick up another day. Well, maybe they could be just stepping away for a little bit, just kind of live, giving it some breathing room until they well, come up with something huge. Like Rowling's coming back with the Fantastic Beasts and all that, so who's well, never seen ever? Is, the other thing is, too, is, you know, Kirkman signed that insane deal with Amazon, and really nothing's come out of that yet. And we'll see, because at some point he needs to start producing content for that. There are all the – I mean – Meanwhile, while all this stuff with The Walking Dead has been going on, Kirkman's written other books, and there have been other things that he's wanted to move into the into TV or movies. So I'm guessing that this those some of those things are going to start happening. Um, so my guess is, you know, maybe, you know, I'm I don't I assume that he wasn't actually physically writing the actual series anymore, but I guess he was, and that's time consuming, especially if you're making. Millions of dollars off of TV, you know, um, you know, if you've got other projects too, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, yeah, we have another talk, anything to cover here. Anything else we want to? Did we talk about 
did we talk about flat the possibility about Flash Gordon? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Did we? Okay. Taika Waititi. Yeah. 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 I. I. I'm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, that could be good. I'm intrigued. Um, it would be nice to see a relaunch of, of of that. So we'll see. Yeah, I'd like. To, I'd love to see Marvel. Not to say Taika Waititi is part of Marvel, but I mean, uh, I'd love to see more animated projects, something with a more adult fare. You know, like I love what DC Universe is doing with their direct-to-video ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all for more. Well, the Hulu, the Hulu com, you know, Hulu's got is going to do those four series, um, those four series for for Marvel that are going to be, but they're not really. They're going to be like obscure characters or weird. They're kind of weird. Some of them sounded interesting, like. Um, you know the thing about Modoc, where it was kind of like going to be like something based on The Office, but <laughs> and, and I can't remember who they said it was, but yeah. And then Howard the Duck is one. And yeah, I can't and of course all the all the other Marvel series they've got planned. So hopefully we'll get some news on that too. Yeah, I think that'll be a while for that. But do you um, mean? Do you, think that, do you think that any of the um, animated? Projects, be it Marvel or be it DC, will ever will ever be coming across the tables as far as um, Cartoon Network are concerned. I mean, I mean, or do you think maybe I think maybe DC and Marvel might be deserving of their own animated channel? Well, and, 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 so and produce like in, in other words, just yeah, all the new project stuff, you know, new animation plus featuring somebody already. Vintage and original animation. I think there's enough content to really make something like that actually stand on its own. Well, but here's the thing. So that well, – well, there's a couple of different things in what you just talked about. Well, first of all, this goes back to the conversation that I was mentioning early about cartoon, about Warner Brothers being multiple different entities within Warner Brothers. So right. – so, the reason you don't see a lot of DC content on Cartoon Network is because it's more profitable for Cartoon Network to make their own content than it is to use – to bring in other people's content from within Mar- – within, but, but uh, within Warner. Right. I understand, I understand that part of it, but I also mm-hmm. feel that um, Cartoon Network of, the, of late – has depended way too much on its own in-house animation. That's not going to change, though. You know, that's and, and, that's a, and that's a shame because a lot of it is starting, you know, the the the, the production style and the layouts, the the way the cartoons are made, are all starting to look very much identical. Mm-hmm. And well. and it, and and it's a shame that it's gotten to that because when Cartoon Network first started. I mean, it was cutting edge stuff. I mean, they were. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, I'm talking about the the glory days of uh, you know Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory, you know, uh, well, Atomic. Those Betty, days are gone. Uh, you know, which is a shame because that's what that's what made Cartoon Network Cartoon Network. And then, well, the other thing was they would run. You know, you you could watch Scooby Doo. Yeah, I mean, at the time when they were doing it, you could watch Scooby Doo. You could do, you could watch a lot of that different stuff. Now that's boomerang because that had to be an entirely separate channel. I don't know why. Well, yeah, yeah, and a lot of that content was via v, 
via, you know, uh, Warner's acquisition of the Hanna-Barbera library, you know. Right. Which, well, right, but they had that before they, they even started. Came all the MGM stuff, you know, with uh, Tom and Jerry and all the rest of that shit. But, uh, but yeah, once, uh, once, once, um, Cartoon Network went in house, it just, yeah. It well, kinda, again, it kinda, that goes back to, that, that, that goes back to, what we were, what, what I was trying to explain to you, Ivan, which is right. what you're talking about. They're not going to do because they're looking at each each part within Warner Brothers as it for its own bottom line, rather right. than looking at the big picture and going, yeah, we need more Bugs Bunny on on Cartoon Network, or yeah, we should put a Superman cartoon. On Cartoon Network. As to your other points I, of it, I mean, would you think? Would you think Cartoon Network? I mean, would wouldn't you think they would? Um, would, would not well, not not profit. Do you think they would benefit? There's the word from a whole more variety based lineup than the stuff they got on. Now I know they've got Steven's Universe, and I know they got uh, the Teen Titans Go, and I know they got now that's, uh, yeah. Another, number of other things, but it, it, you know, if Warner could kind of look within itself... But here's the question, Ivan. Who's your market? Is your market us, or is the market the kids? Because the kids are watching. Well, they're watching. Of course. I I understand it's it's their demographic, but is their demographic... I mean, obviously, I guess their demographic is supporting the channel because right, because otherwise they would be doing something different to do you know and then there was a there was talk of other things like i guess uh he-man and she-ra and all the rest of that which well, well, she to... went to netflix that's that's happened yeah that happened okay okay so did Voltron. Did well right that happened and that went well my understanding is the numbers for she-ra was good um but to your point ivan that's one of the reasons why DC create DC Universe, which is another example of short sightedness. Which With is Warner Brothers and DC not seeming like they want to work together. Right, and now uh, all of a sudden uh, Warner's going to do just this. They keep all, you know, it, 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 like the old song, you got to keep them separated. I get it. Which is stupid because now Warner's talking about a streaming service, and it's like, well, why would you make a streaming service? Why did you make the DC streaming, streaming service? service? Right. Why would I buy – why would I not want to get all the Warner Brothers content on top of the DC stuff? You know, it, it doesn't – one streaming service. Right, and and I think would that's going yeah, to happen. happen. profitable that way just to have it in one service instead of trying to do – make it two different services? And, you know, that's kind of like going back to uh, uh, the, old, the old technique of when they used to release records where – yeah, you had Buddy Holly on the Coral label, you had the Crickets on Brunswick label, but both Brunswick and Coral were owned by DECA. You know? Well, well like I said, that's... Companies. Yeah, but DC and Warner Brothers don't have an exclusively different demographic. It's all the same people with disposable right. income who want to see this content. Right, so... Uh, but this okay. is... But, like I said, that. but they're trying to separate things out as their own entities within for probably for accounting purposes, um, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and to answer your question, I can't, I would think it would be rare for anything Disney to ever be on cartoon network, especially 
now with Disney Plus. Disney has so much. The mouse, the mouse, the mouse will always have will always stand on his own. Right. Well, and I imagine stand on his own. I mean, the mouse don't need nobody. I imagine. I imagine that Disney Plus will eventually start producing material because I can't imagine why they wouldn't produce material for kids with cartoons and stuff. Because at that point, you know, parents are going to be forced to buy it because kids are going to go, oh, I want it. And you don't want to deal with that. Well, yeah. Well, so, then, you know, if, they, if you're going to corral the kids, well, maybe you're going to touch upon corralling the parents in some nostalgic respect. Yeah. We've talked about Disney Plus and providing more adult-oriented yeah. content for, like, their Marvel and their Star Wars stuff that might not be inappropriate for the youngins who just want to watch Mickey Mouse and Pixar movies. Right. Well, but, I mean, and they, it, can, they can do what, what, what Cartoon Network did with Adult Swim. They can just have the after, you know, well, after 11 o'clock, well, the kiddies are in bed. And, well, you know, well, but that's why they bought Is that. irrelevant to a streaming service. Well, but here's the thing, Ivan. That's the reason they bought Hulu. Yeah, right. That's the reason they bought Hulu. Anything that they feel like they can't necessarily, they can't necessarily put on Disney Plus, they're going to put on Hulu. Like for example, there's four new these four new cartoon series that they're doing for Mar- that we're doing for Marvel that definitely don't fit with Disney Plus's Disney agenda. Model. They're going to yeah. put it. They're going to send it to Hulu. There's a reason why they're buying out Hulu. Is they're going to basically go to where hey. You know, here's where our more adult content is. Here's so where our overall so content is. So basically, Hulu is Disney's touchstone. I get it. Okay. Right. And it'll be interesting. And, and like I said, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Netflix because now, now there's talk that The Office is going to be off Netflix by 2021. And now, Univer- I guess Universal's, NBC Universal's now talking about a streaming service, which is going to be fascinating because they own Comcast. So how are you going to do a streaming service and own the cable company? Well, now, now it becomes its own entity work. now. Yeah. Right. I, I'm, sure, I'm curious to yeah. see how this all works. But, yeah, Ivan, that's 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 the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Is Okay, is, well, thank, thank you. Thank you for, for elucidating mm-hmm. me, and I'm sure everybody No, absolutely. Asked. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's the – and that's the problem. The problem is, for example, okay – TBS is a different entity. Well, maybe not. I can't be positive of that. I was going to say Turner TV is a different entity than than TBS. DC, than than DC, than um, than movies, than you know TCM. music. You know, you get the idea. They're all separate, and, and and some of those entities within those entities. Are separate entities too. So you know? basically, you got the you got the main studio and all the subsidiaries of the same studio doing separate things. I get it. Right. The only thing that's interesting about the only thing interesting that I've heard about the Warner Media is this: is that they're talking about a higher price point. They are talking about like fifteen, sixteen dollars a month. However, people aren't going to pay that. Well, no. let me let me well, hold on. Let me finish. Okay. But that I'm gonna let you finish. Only, not only would it include the streaming service, it would include HBO and Cinemax. 
Oh, well, now you're talking a good $16. Taking a bigger pie out of the cable company. Right. right. So you would be able to get Cinemax and HBO. And if you're paying 10 bucks a month to the cable company for HBO already. It's only $6, then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So see, this, this, this streaming war that we've got coming, when Disney Plus drops, it's going to cause a whole mess of trouble. Well, it's well, going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see which one comes through the firestorm because either that or they're just going to obliterate one another to a point where it becomes, you know, too much of just too much of a good thing. That's why more and well, more people are dropping their cable company subscriptions because they own just Internet and a handful of streaming service subscriptions. I think the but, most interesting thing I've seen is is so CBS is this summer is running the good fight, which has been on CBS access um, now for three seasons, but they're running season one on regular television on regular CBS over the summer for the first season. And well, I think it's an interesting summer replacement shows. Well, beyond summer replacement shows, here's the thing. If you're three seasons ahead, okay. If you keep looking for new content, but you already know you're making good content, why not take the stuff eventually that you've been spending your money on and the, and those aspects and then bring them to TV? Well, and, and bring okay. the regular content to regular television because, because real in reality, chances are you're just sitting on stockpiles waiting for people. I, I mean, for example, there might be people who might consider CBS All Access because they're watching The Good Fight, and they're going, you know what? I'd like to see seasons two and three, and I don't feel like waiting to see if maybe next summer they'll bring it back. Because they don't, they even said that they'll bring it back next summer. Well, I, I think I think the case, I think I can make a case for that because, uh, because let's just face it, you know, television, you know, uh, terrestrial television, if you will, just like terrestrial radio, uh, is now become like the last holdout of all things free. And I guess they feel that, all right, if we go ahead and play the first season of The Good Fight on free TV, we might get people interested in right. The Good Fight to pay for the premium to find well, out. Well, and it goes beyond that. Three and then possibly four. Well, it's and it goes. Like, it's kind of like putting an hors d'oeuvre out there to get, people who watch the free television to come and, you know, pay the money to say, oh, well, I'm interested in that, and I want to pay the money, so I want to see what happens in season two, season three. Well, and but, but I mean, it goes beyond that. If the okay. numbers are good in this, if the numbers, you know, they still have to sell ad time. They still have to make True. money on the network. If the numbers right. are good, then they can, if the numbers are good, and I haven't checked to see what the numbers on this is look like, but if the numbers are good and people are watching, maybe you can charge a little bit more money on the ad money. Now you're just True. making True. extra money on top of the money you've been making on the people who've been buying the content in the first place. Yeah, you're, charging, so you you're getting you the ad money. Yeah, because now you're getting the ad money from terrestrial television. You're getting the, uh, you're getting the streaming money. Yeah. And, and then you're also getting, you know, if you got it on cable, then you got the cable money, which of course, you know, cable money is just nothing more than, than, uh, just the, the money being paid, you know, amp, you know, just marked up 300%. So, 
it comes to that, you know. It's it's going to be interesting to see because by somewhere around 2022, it looks like you're going to have the, you're going to have NBC Universal Comcast with it with some sort of streaming. You're going to have Warner Media. You're going to have you'll have had Disney Plus for a while. You'll have had Hulu. You're still going to have. I mean, we don't even talk about Amazon, but Amazon will exist. We assume Netflix will still be around. Okay, that's not including things like you know Mike's talking about. Oh, Cobra Kai. That's on YouTube. YouTube. That's not even right. That's not even. And I think YouTube's still looking at trying to figure out how to get into that. I don't know if Apple's decided that they. You know, we haven't even talked about the fact that I'm sure somewhere down the line there's there's people like Apple or Google or Microsoft who are sitting there going, hmm, how can we get into this pie? Well, just like in the movie Ghostbusters, be careful not to cross the streams. You're gonna have a lot, you're gonna have a lot of people vying for all of the same for all of that money that's out here in the public, and you know it also starts to become too much of a too much of a good thing, and you're gonna have so much of it out there. At one point, there's gonna be so much of it out there. Well, content we've we've I've talked about how content benefits the viewer. Yep. So then the market will correct itself as to the quality of the content. Yep. And in some ways right. it already has. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what who comes out on top from these streaming wars. Right. Post, it's uh, going to be just Plus. that. Yeah. A huge streaming war. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, keep in mind, we're, we're, I'll be, you know, we're, we're not the demographic who a lot of people are going. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're going, going, you're okay, going after. Cool. Yeah, you're going after the you're going after the young people, the eighteen to thirty thirty four somethings. Right. Uh, you're going after you're going after the gamers. You're going after the uh, the millennials. You're going after the um, uh, you know because definitely this is not for the baby boomers. This is not for the Gen Xers. This is well, not some well, of the Gen Xers. Some of the Gen Xers, maybe some of the Gen Xers. I mean, again. I mean, here's like I said, the the interesting part to me is going to be there. There are enough people out there who I've talked to where I'm like, isn't it a pain in the butt because you got to have this, 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 and this? And they're like, no, I like it this way. And and there are people whose reaction is, oh, I'll remember when to cut this one to go to the next one, or when I want to do this, or when I want to do that. And I'm amazed because I don't, I screw it up all the time sometimes when I do that. <laughs> and I'll accidentally pay for a couple extra months when I didn't want to or need to. Um, right. But but you get the idea. Yeah, you just have um, to juggle your resources just to, or or get passwords from your buddies. <laughs> right. That too. Well, that's, here's, here's and also the thing too. Here's also the thing too. Okay, that means that all right, if I like like one show on Hulu, but yet I like another show on. On Amazon, or I like another show on Warner, or I like another show on Disney, and I like another show. I mean, I gotta go ahead and just sit here and do all this channel jockeying and pay all of this money just so that I could see these yeah. shows from different channels yeah. for different streams. Pay for one month, and this, I'm gonna watch this this month, and then when that right. expires, I'll you're, subscribe you're thinking, to this and watch that. Right. I mean, you're thinking about it how like I would think about it, which is. I want to have this stuff permanently, so I got to pay for all this stuff. The reaction right. that mo- what most people are doing is, okay, I'm going to buy. I'm just using this as an example. What, how this seems like it's going to work is, 
oh, okay, there's some interesting content right now on this particular streaming service. Great. I'll take it for a couple of months. Oh, you know what? Now there's another streaming service that looks more interesting. I'll drop this one and go to the next one. And maybe they'll keep a couple of streaming services, but they may continue to drop certain ones on a regular basis. And that may be part of what they're going to do, what, how they, right. how people do it. The only thing that I haven't figured out is, and it's going to be interesting is, like, for example, you know, uh, you know, if you like sports, that hasn't been figured out yet by the streaming services yet. That, that's really not, you still really kind of have to have cable. Yeah, okay. broadcast television. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, or, I, I think I think I think that again that 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 becomes the holdout uh, for cable because now cable is in such competition with the with the streaming now. I think that's that's cable's still relevant source of and they still uh, have the content HBO and, and the Cinemax and the FX and well, well and that's get all the movie. You got all the, you know, the cable movie channels as well, which now have to work even harder, uh, for the content so that way they don't, the, the people that got the streams don't draw away from the, the cable people. And I mean, they're already suffering, or cable people are already suffering now because of the fact that a lot of people are dropping cable, like you said, for yeah. the, uh, the well, preferred streaming streaming services because the streaming services, okay, it's compact. You got it on your phone. You got it on your laptop. You got it on whatever. You know, it's not. It's right, not but here's no, the irony, Ivan. Here's the irony in that. Okay. What's that? And I'll, and I'll use this as an example. Okay. Um, I'll just use it as a let, let's let's say I'm just going to use this for right now. So, like USA, USA is owned by NBC Universal. Okay. Let's say I want to watch a whole bunch of Suits. Okay, or I want I like suits and that, and I and I like it, and I want to watch it at some point. Okay, eventually the content from USA for Suits is probably going to end up on that NBC Universal streaming service. So really, in reality, a lot of these different channels are actually pumping content that at some point will probably be on the streaming service. So then, yeah, so why would you need the cable if you got the streaming service? Well, it depends on when it's going to show up on the streaming service. True, true. I mean, if okay. the first runs are going to stay on the cable and then, you know, eventually the pops over, yeah, yeah, then you got a point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the new shows will air on the broadcast network and past mm-hmm. episodes will be on the streaming service for you to catch up. Right. Hey. Like, um, you know, look, um, USA it's, airs. Law and Order SVU, like, it's going out of style. But um, yeah. they have to wait, like, almost a year. They have to wait till practically the next, when the next season starts, to announce that they're finally going to be able to air the episodes from last season. Oh, yeah. So I mean, Dick, Dick, Dick Wolf, who produces all of those, I mean, he's making money hand over fist. He's got so much stuff well, going on. Well, now he's got those other three. Oh, well, yeah. He's got Chicago PD. He's got Chicago Fire. Uh, you Chicago know, Med. And Chicago Med. So yeah. he's, he's Chicago he's Coast Guard. And Chicago he's, Sanitation he's, Workers. And, yeah, well, we haven't got that far yet. Uh, Chicago Security Guards. Chicago CTA mm-hmm. Label Changer. Yeah, really. Chicago L Drivers. <laughs> Chicago Uber driver. So I think we've we've covered the whole streaming discussion. I think for today, 
think yeah. we were, uh, we, were we ran long. We were certainly yeah. not supposed to go this long. Yeah, that's um, fine. It was a good discussion, though. I pre- yeah, good. no, absolutely. Yeah, that was good. All right, any final thoughts before we head out, guys? Um, um let me see. Well, really, nothing too extraordinary outside of you know in my universe. I mean, outside of stay, I'll probably you know we're probably staying in for for uh 4th of July and probably watch the fireworks on television and uh trying to stay out of the heat and then uh well uh the Layback Wayback Lounge uh will be happening on Sunday over at Logan Arcade. I will put the announcement on our page and uh, along with all the other things that'll be coming up uh this month and where I'm going to be hiding out at. With my shirt on. Oh, <laughs> speaking of that and I will make a can of uh, whatever Chef Boy RCD thing that I got in the kitchen, and I will cook it up, and I will put it on our page so for everyone to enjoy. Okay, looking forward to seeing it, Chef Boy okay. RCD. Or I just might shock you and actually and actually make something. Besides reservations. <laughs> Besides a check, but yeah. Jeff, you got anything uh, to go on this week? Um, other than seeing Spider-Man yep. and maybe hanging out with a few friends here or there, um, yeah, I, I don't have, um, I don't have a lot going, uh, most of the weekend. I, I may get stuck going up to Milwaukee on Saturday. Not that I really want to go, but, um, go for the beer. <laughs> well, it's a family thing. So it's like, uh, so yeah, they go for the yeah. beer. <laughs> Go for the beer. Yeah, it'll make the family thing a little bit more to work with. (laughs) Yeah, not really. Yeah. Uh, No. Okay. Why are you? Why are you drinking? Oh shit! Shut up. Uh, I'm sampling. I'm sampling the fair that is here. I'm here for the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not really. No. Okay. No. And Mike, where, where can they find us? Yeah, Mike, Mike, where they can find us? We are on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on Podbean and Anchor. Download the free apps. You can find us there for free. And we can take you, the squares, you can take us wherever your mobile device will take you. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll know when new episodes drop. Of course, follow us on Facebook and uh, our sister show as well. News of the Squared coming later this week. Shout out to Scott for the great content. And send us an email for questions, comments, and whatnot. S-O-T-R-T podcast at gmail.com. Brought to you by Delhi Street Yellow Mustard. What? Not really. (laughs) And with that, I guess we out. Happy 4th of July weekend, everybody. Hope you have a great time. No ketchup on hot dogs. Have a great 4th of July. Use Delhi Street mustard. God. Somebody's selling out. Yeah. I sold out years ago. <laughs> Later, folks. Bye.